You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Spurs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia. Thanks for pressing play once again, and I hope that you had a great Christmas uh, holiday with your friends, your families, and whatever you did. I hope you did it safely, that you enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, it's time to go back to work, not only for me, for you, but for the Spurs as well. For those of y'all who are new to Locked On Spurs, let me briefly introduce myself. I am Jeff Garcia, the Spurs lead writer at San Antonio's News 4, SanAntonio.com, and Fox29SanAntonio.com. I've been covering the Spurs since 2004 and uh, co-hosted a uh, ESPN San Antonio uh, show titled Halftime Sports. And um, yeah, I've been covering the Spurs since 2004 and even got to celebrate their 2014 uh, championship in the locker room with them. Maybe one day I'll regale you with the tales and stories of that experience. But the San Antonio Spurs, they are looking good heading into tonight's game. They soundly beat the Sacramento Kings um, right before the Christmas break, went away to 99. Of course, you know, uh, somebody shined brightly in that game, Pal Gasol. He recorded his 10th career triple-double, 14 points, 10 assists, and 11 rebounds. Uh, he's the first spur, spur to record a triple-double this season. I think I could be mistaken, but I, I, I'm pretty sure the first spur to record a triple-double in the last two seasons. So kudos to Pal Gasol. Marcus Aldridge in that win, he had himself a monster of a night. 29 points and 10 rebounds. And with that win, the Spurs up their record to 23-11. and 11. It's uh, also a good win, too, because the Spurs did not have Kawhi Leonard nor uh, uh, Tony Parker in the game. So once again, the Spurs proven that they can win without their star player. And to have a 23-11 and 11 record, that is really good uh, without the number two in the uh, lineup. And uh, he has been playing. Uh, but he is still on that minutes restriction, so he's not really playing that much. And hopefully Pop will start letting loose that uh, that minute, minute restriction. Let it loosen up a bit because he needs to get more time on the court just to get some rhythm going and get, get himself in some sort of a groove. Because this in and out, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here, 18 minutes here, it's not cutting it. And uh, the Spurs need him. They're definitely going to need him to get back into the swing of things and allowing him to just play uh, would be the first step towards that. Uh, the Spurs will be hosting the new, uh, sorry, the look at, let me tell you how old I am. I was about to say the New Jersey Nets, the Brooklyn Nets tonight at the AT&T Center. Now, the Nets, right before their break, they're coming off a 123-119 overtime loss to the Pacers. And in that uh, loss, Nets' Spencer Dinwiddie, he had 26 points uh, for the Nets in the loss. And you, you know what? Kudos to the Nets. You know, their record is 12-20. and 20, Not the best, the 11th in the East. 
But for that team to take uh, the Pacers team, which is having a really good season, to overtime, ah, you know, applause to them. That should be a signal to the Spurs to not take this Brooklyn team lightly tonight. Maybe that's one of the keys to victory. And that's exactly what you and I are going to be talking about on this episode of Locked on Spurs. What the Spurs need to do to make sure that they continue their dominance over the Nets in San Antonio. And three keys which are going to help them get to that point. And I'll talk about the dominance. The uh, Spurs have won 15 straight. Well, let me rephrase that. They're going for their 15 straight. They won 14 straight over the Nets in San Antonio heading into tonight's contest. Uh, They're looking for number 15 in a row uh, in their record book. And that is quite the dominant performance over a single team that the Spurs are uh, exercising over right now. And uh, poor Brooklyn. They want to copy the Spurs colors, but they can't copy their winning formula. Although they did get uh, Sean Marks. uh, He's running the show as a GM. But so far, no good for the Nets. Now, the Nets uh, are coming into tonight's game without their star, D'Angelo Russell. And Jeremy Lin uh, is also not uh, out. Uh, Russell's uh, dealing with a left knee surgery and Lynn is uh, dealing with a uh, right knee uh, ruptured patella. So those two key players are not going to be in uh, black and white for the Nets. Hopefully that'll do well for San Antonio. You you, you know, now before we dive into the keys again, I just want to stress that uh, this, um, this Spurs team, they're playing great. They're playing well. 23-11. Nothing to sneeze at. They just finished their their three-game uh, roadie, uh, two and one, but they cannot let their foot off the gas. So let's going to preface that before we dive into our three keys. And before we do that, this episode of Locked On Spurs is brought to you by SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app right now. Just go to your favorite app store and get the SeatGeek app ASAP. Price alerts. You can be able to download tickets straight to your device. You also have the ability to uh, just have an app that is mobile friendly, user friendly, and it gets you a $20 rebate off your first purchase by using the SeatGeek app. Basically, what you need to do is this download the SeatGeek app right now. You want to go to the settings tab and go find enter a promo code and enter l-o-n-b-a that's l-o-n-b-a you use that and you buy yourself a set of tickets uh using that app for the first time you get yourself a 20 dollars rebate uh, coming right back at you so to recap a mobile friendly app a user-friendly app an app that allows you to download tickets straight to your favorite device and it will give you a 20 dollars rebate off your first ticket purchase using that app seriously where can you go wrong? I have it. You should have it. I've been using it. You should be using it. And if you downloaded it, bravo to you. You got yourself the uh, best app on the block. So once again, download the SeatGeek app. Enter promo code L-O-N-B-A. Get yourself a $20 rebate. And go have some fun by using the SeatGeek app. All right. So the Spurs and Nets are going to tip things off later on tonight at the AT&T Center. As I mentioned, the Spurs have uh, quite uh, have had quite their way over the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, so let's go ahead and dive right into this. What do the Spurs have to do 
to get that W tonight. Let's go and dive into the first key to the game. And that is get the points up. We need to see them get at least 100 points. Why? Because in San Antonio, the Spurs are 13-0. They're undefeated at the AT&T Center when scoring 100 points or more. That bodes well. Not to say the Spurs cannot win by scoring under 100 points. But at least statistically, it shows that when the Spurs get the century mark or more, they are pretty much uh, unbeatable. Obviously, you're looking at guys like LaMarcus Aldridge. It lets, well, I mean, bravo to him. I mean, look what he's been doing this season. I mean, I, I told you what he did against um, uh, the Kings in the uh, recent win um, in Sacramento. I mean, he just, what, 29 points, double-double, uh, 10 rebounds. And you're going to see more of that out of him if the Spurs want to get that W. And you also want to look at Pau Gasol. As I mentioned, Pau Gasol had himself a triple-double night versus Sacramento. The Spurs can definitely use that offensive uh, punch if he's going in the right direction. I think he is. You're looking at what he's doing so far this season. I mean, it's nothing to jump out of your seat about, but it's still solid numbers. And what he's doing in 25 minutes is this. 11 points per game. He's averaging 3.2 assists, 8 rebounds, shooting 41% from the three-point line, not too shabby, and 48% from the field. He's doing this all in 25 minutes uh, in his 17th season in the NBA. So the Spurs got to get some uh, points up on the board, and it starts with those two gentlemen, especially LaMarcus Aldridge, Pal Gasol. And uh, Kawhi Leonard likely will be back in the lineup. Think about this. He's had, uh, what, the day before Christmas Eve, uh, 23rd. He had Christmas uh, Eve off. Uh, he's going to have Christmas Day off. That's three days rest, not only just for him, but for Tony Parker as well. So if these two guys can start contributing more on the offensive end. The Spurs should be reaching that century mark pretty easily against a uh, Brooklyn team that should not have any business hanging on uh, with San Antonio for four quarters. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, at least through four games, he's averaging 11 points per game, but he's only doing that in about 17 minutes per game. Same thing for Tony Parker. He's averaging about 20 minutes, but he's averaging 8.8 .8 points per game. And what I like, 4.7 assists. That's uh, pretty good uh, for Tony Parker, showing that he still has what it takes through 11 games this season. So key number one, make sure they get to that century mark where they can remain undefeated. Now, obviously, uh, key number two is going to have to be defense. The uh, Nets, uh, they might not be playing that great in their last five games. They're one and four. But on the road, they're averaging 106 points per game. They've only won five games on the road, but they're definitely scoring over that century mark. I mentioned they're not going to have D'Angelo Russell nor Jeremy Lin, but that doesn't mean they don't have their fair share of players that can put points up on the board. Damari Carroll. He is uh, doing pretty well for uh, Brooklyn, 13 points per game. Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah, fourth season uh, for Spencer. He's uh, doing pretty well, 12.4 points per game. And, of course, you got Alan Crabb, 12 points per game. And uh, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, 14 points per game. This uh, Brooklyn team is uh, pretty good, at least in their starting lineup. But their bench is uh, iffy. You got guys like uh, Joe Harris, Clarice Levert, uh, 
uh, Mozgov. Uh, it'll be also nice to see Jeff, Jahil Okafor if he gets any significant. The newest member, sitting in time on the court, the newest member of uh, Brooklyn, and to see what he can do in a new setting and away from uh, Philadelphia. So this team doesn't really have that type of uh, offensive juggernaut uh, as far as players are concerned, like the Spurs have LaMarcus Aldridge. Nonetheless, this is a team that still has can put up points, as we have uh, see right now, 106 points per game on the road. And just take a look at their last three games. In a loss on December 20th to Sacramento, they put up 99 points. And they win over the Wizards, they put up 119 points. And in a loss, overtime loss that is, to the Pacers that I mentioned, they put up 119 points. They can put up numbers. Dinwiddie in the last game, 26 points. You're looking at Rondé Hollis and they win over uh, Washington, 21 points. So they have the t- they have players that are not star name players, but these teams, I'm sorry, these individuals for Brooklyn can put up points. So right off the bat, watch that. Watch the Nets and their scoring output. You got to keep an eye on that. Do not want to let them get going, get going hot where the Spurs have to rely more on their offense than their defense. But speaking of defense, key number three, uh, that's where it's really going to come down to, in my opinion, in this game on both ends of uh, the spectrum for Brooklyn and San Antonio. Look, the Spurs this season, they're one of the best teams as far as holding uh, teams uh, to low uh, scoring outputs. In the last five games, the Spurs are holding teams to 95 points per game. On the other hand, the Nets this season are allowing 110 to 10.2 points per game. See where I'm going here? This is a team, uh, Brooklyn and San Antonio, that are opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to the defensive end of the court. That being said, this is what it's going to come down to. Not offense, not individual players, but team defenses. The Spurs have the better defense. Uh, if Brooklyn's allowing this season 110 points per game, that is not their bread and butter. They are do not scream defensive juggernaut. The Spurs understand they do. They 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 95 points per game already. Number one ranked defensive team in the uh, league right now. I think what they only average or at least they're allowing teams to average 98 points per game for first in the NBA. While, as I mentioned, the Nets are allowing 110, which is good for 27th in the league. Gets even deeper than that. The Spurs are ninth in the league as far as holding the opponent's field goal percentage to 45%, while the Nets are 20th in the NBA in opponent field goal percentage at 46.5. Uh, definitely, this is going to be uh, coming down to defense, Spurs have the better defense. Spurs should get that W at the end of the day. But those are my three keys to a Spurs win. I want to hear what you think. What do you think this is going to come down to? Is it going to be a defensive defensive uh, situation, as I mentioned? Do you think it's going to be somebody else? Do you think it's going to be a guy like Kawhi Leonard who's going to have to see this game as maybe as a breakout game for him? Let me know at Gmail. Uh, on Gmail, you email me at jeffgarcia74 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. And while you're at it on Twitter, 
why don't you go follow the Locked On Spurs Twitter at Locked On Spurs. And don't forget to go out to the Locked On NBA Podcast Network where you can catch all teams um, and uh, their respective uh, podcast and the uh, continuing coverage uh, throughout this NBA season that just begun. And we're about to get into the thick of, thick of the things right now in the NBA. NFL season is pretty much winding down. Christmas games usually mark the true beginning of the NBA season. So it's going to be grit and, uh, grit and grind time. It's going to be the nitty-gritty time for your Spurs and the rest of the NBA. So go follow all the NBA team podcasts on the Locked On NBA Network. But uh, with that, it's time for me to say goodbye. And I'm going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. <laughs> 